What's that? You're listening to the Motor City Drift Joint on New Radio Media. It is, what, Tuesday, February 13th? It's day before Valentine's Day, right? That's that bullshit holiday, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and I am joined by Jillian Riley, correct? Yes. Yes. And you are from the world of actual terrestrial radio. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about this whole <laughs> setup? I'm putting you on the spot. I like it. Yeah. You know, honestly, I've had a lot of fun with radio. It is a crazy world, but there's a lot of things I don't like about it. And that's part of the reason that I do think that this is a cool setup. I really do. Yeah, I agree. There's some things that I didn't quite care for with terrestrial radio. And I love internet I I have a hard time not dropping an F-bomb. Yeah. Uh, which I've never done on, on terrestrial radio, mm-hmm. thankfully. Uh but on internet radio, I have quite a few times. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny because I feel like you really, like, I got to the point where I was, I you train yourself. Right. You know, I wouldn't talk on the air the way I would talk to maybe one of my friends. Right. Um. So, yeah, it is kind of a weird thing. Yeah, very weird. Uh, so, what, what about actual terrestrial radio that are you not crazy about that you this lovely internet radio provides? Well, um, I feel like the biggest thing is the whole deregulation act. <laughs> like yeah. We're really going to get down to <laughs> no, it. But let's get into this. This is, this with, is great. With like Bill Clinton and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, I'm sure you're familiar with all yes. that. Yes. Basically, what happened to radio at that very moment in time is why I hate radio. Okay. You know, it's like there's only a few big companies. They bought up everyone, and it's just – it's radio isn't what it used to be. Right. You know, there used to be a lot more local personalities. There used to mm-hmm. be a lot more local content going mm-hmm. on. Now you have, you know, one show that is every morning show in every city, and it's mm-hmm. just – I think that's where radio kind of loses a lot of its magic, you're, unfortunately. You're right. Because yeah, it used to be to where a company couldn't own more than, like, four radio stations in the market, I believe. Which is safe, because right. think about it. it. Really, what you're protecting against is a complete monopoly of the media, mm-hmm. because that's scary. Then you start getting into the Illuminati-type stuff. Okay, which, <laughs> which is what we're going to hold off to, to, for a little bit, because this is, this is funny. Because prior to the show starting... Actually, like like within the first five minutes, you being you coming in uh, today, I find out you're con- you are into conspiracy theories, and I want to delve a bit more into that. Okay, but as far as um, the deregulate the deregulation of all of this of radio, and now that you have monopoly. Like, I remember when it's when all these stations with like a name, like a Doug. I think Doug was the first one that I heard of, and there's like uh, uh, Dave or whatever. You you hear them all, like all over yeah. the country, and it's so automated. Or like, and then you have uh, like voice tracking, mm-hmm. it's, which which is t- it takes away from jobs like that you and I would you know have as far as. Where's the honor personality? Where's 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 that position? You know now. There's someone in Boston that's pre-recording, you know, the yeah. show you're listening to in Detroit from this time to this time. Right. 
and they've, by the way, recorded all of it in about a half hour's time and, you know, plugged in the same generic stuff yeah. that they do on, you know. Right. Most likely somewhere in a, like a spare bedroom in their underwear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's, it takes away from what I like to think of as like the magic of radio. What is the real organic feel? And it's, and I, I don't know, to me it's bullshit. Now, uh, you are on air on a, a Beasley station, correct? <laughs> Can we even? Yeah, I don't know. You, you don't. You don't have to say if you don't want to. No, I am, and hopefully they don't fire me after hearing how much uh, I hate radio. But I am, and it's a lot of fun. I enjoy well, it. It's yeah. a good company. I mean, honestly, yeah. I feel like working with a lot of different companies. Um, this is one of the good ones. I feel really good about being there. Mm-hmm. You know, so I do uh, Sunday nights on WCSX from seven p.m. to midnight. Classic rock. Yeah, I, uh, I when I. I interned at Beasley. The first half of my internship there was uh, greater when it was Greater Media, mm-hmm. and then one day I came in, and because uh, I was on Dave, Dave, Dave and Chuck the Freak, and I would edit the podcast. And James, the producer, comes in. He's like, "Don't, don't be like freaked out or anything, but um, this, you know, everything's changing. It's no longer Greater Media." Mm-hmm. I'm like. Okay, how does this affect me? Well, it doesn't. I was like, well, why would I get freaked out? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, it's Beasley now. Your 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 badge will still work, but uh, yeah. So it's like it was. It's like all these companies are they're buying things up. Like Be- Beasley, they they own a lot of stations in, in quite a few markets, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, like obviously, I'm not going to say anything bad about Beasley. <laughs> my my time there as an intern was wonderful. Yeah. Um, uh, but it, that's that that is a problem. The, there is a monopoly, and this this provides an, the internet radio provides this opportunity for us to actually do what we went to school for, what we love, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool, and I do think it is nice to not have to work within the confines of any certain format. I think mm-hmm. that that is fun too. You know, there's a lot of things that you can't necessarily get into you right. know um maybe politically or with conspiracy theories or with stuff like that because yeah. you don't want to you know offend a certain demographic or advertiser right. and so it is kind of nice to have a little more freedom right now with 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 internet radio or with, with the, well they <laughs> management here does not want me to use the term internet radio they want original streaming content right is that what it was that what it is tony Right? Is that what? Entertainment. All right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Jill Jack still wants to hold you like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Your face was so red and you are so pale. I know. Thursday's guest made Tony blush. She Aww. used to hold him as a baby when he was little. Yeah. I know. You know what? If I, I I'm gonna pull those clips right, and I'm gonna start playing them just just to not 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 today, but yeah, much like the like the like the urinal drop. Yeah, <laughs> I won't embarrass you again with the urinal thing. I oh I will. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> So, side note here, Jake, 
he's in the he goes in the restroom and he's at the urinal. Tony walks up and goes, there's, there's two urinals. There's one that's tall and one that's short. And, he's, and Tony looks over at Jake and says, so you took the big toilet, eh? It's like, what? What? That's... Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm cutting your mic off. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Beasley was, was, was a great place to, to intern, but this place, this is the first first uh, station I've ever worked at, first job, really, not my first job, but that I've not had a day where I didn't want to go in, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm sure, like, everybody has one of those days. You know, here, even, like, the shittiest day here is awesome. Mm-hmm. Or shittiest day in radio is awesome. And, uh, you know, I don't know. And you, you've worked at stations all, uh, in, in Michigan and Texas, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm su- I'm assuming in formats that you weren't crazy about. I don't I don't know how you feel about classic rock. But <laughs> I mean, really, classic rock is great. Yeah. I've done. I feel like almost every format really yeah. at this point. My, my least favorite was definitely when I was in Texas doing country. Yeah. That wasn't really. That, would they call it hot country? Well, the thing is, no. Like, see, that's the thing. Mainstream country, yeah. kind of cool. I can kind of like some of the songs. Yeah. Like, all right, all right, all right. Texas has their own oh, genre oh, of yeah. country music, and it's called Texas country. Yeah. Um. So, you know, you hear a lot here, like the Sam Hunt and the you know Carrie Underwood. Those yeah. are more mainstream. Yeah. They don't even like play those artists. Right. You know, it's like literally a guy with a banjo and like a spoon and like a goat on his lap, and he like is famous there. So I might know that guy. Yeah. <laughs> It was, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I might. It was definitely coming from Detroit. You know, it yeah. was a crazy experience. But, but do you know that that's a that that's a scene here though, like just like that. There is a scene for here. The goat lap banjo oh, spoon guy. Damn right, there is. There is actually, uh, and it's um, it's thriving, and I made quite a bit of money off of it, um, promoting it. <laughs> I because I I was a concert promoter prior prior to radio. But we, you know, main well the mainstream country, which is is basically like the new pop music, you mm-hmm. know. But some people like like did have you have you worked at a mainstream country station? Yeah, I'm assuming. Uh no, it was. I mean, we did play some mainstream, but it was a lot yeah. of Texas country. Uh, te- okay. Now I mean, did- we had like we we had shows where like you know Brad Paisley was there. I yeah. mean we. But it was, you know, it was different. It was yeah. a whole, it was a different lifestyle. Yeah. It was different people. Texas I was in the middle of the desert in an oil town. Like, it was crazy. Te- well, you know, Texas used to kind of be its own thing. And it, it, it still, still is. is. still is. Texas is weird. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. And by the way, everyone that lives in Texas is obsessed with Texas. Like oh, they know. literally think it's the coolest thing in the world. Oh, I know. I, <laughs> you can't go into a grocery store and not just find everything in the shape of the state. Like cheese, like they have Texas shaped cheese blocks. Like it's really over the top. Yeah. But yeah. Texas is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> It is. It it it. But it 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 is. Uh, it is a very like different parts of Texas have such a different um, demographic. Like you have like Austin is completely different mm-hmm. than the rest of Texas. Like you have Texas is primarily conservative state, and then you have Austin, which is 
the complete opposite. Yeah. And I, I, what, what city were you? Uh, I was in Midland, Odessa. Midland, Odessa. Okay. So like Friday Night Lights Town. Oh yeah, where football is a big deal. And like I mean, high, school high school football. football. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, th- that is Texas. That's a Texas thing. We played. We aired the high school football games on the radio station. It was like oh. a whole thing. Yeah. Man, you know. What's that guy's name? Like Booby something. Like he's a big deal there. He like still lives there. Booby. I don't know the guy from the movie. <laughs> Booby. Like, okay. okay. Well, he's like a celebrity there. <laughs> what, what's Bo- Booby? I don't, that's all I remember. Uh, it's from Friday Night Lights. Yeah. I'm looking it up. <laughs> yeah, because I am my own producer and I have to do it myself. Booby Miles. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that was was it? Yeah, that was Friday Night Lights, right? Or mm-hmm. um, yeah, Booby Miles, and he's a big dude. Never got to meet him, but no, I mean he was a big deal. Yeah, he is a big deal. So yeah, I, I don't know. That's kind of a showstopper when you have when you have to like that's your. That that's that's like your thing. That like that town's thing. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Thank God I live in Detroit. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So how long were you stuck in uh, mid? Was it uh, Midland Odessa? Mid- Midland Odessa. Yeah. I was there for about a year and a half. Okay. Yeah. I probably shouldn't say stuck. Or is that pro? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I was there for a year and a half. Yeah. I was doing a morning show there, and okay. then I decided that I wanted to come home. Yeah. So that's what I did. <laughs> and, and you know, and the first time I I had heard you on the radio, it was on a morning show. You did a show with uh, with Cal mm-hmm. after um, was I'm trying to remember her name who had left. She, she. Uh, Sarah. Sarah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Now, mm-hmm. well, it was her and her husband were both on the station, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was offered a job at a, in another market? Or? Yeah. he. They're in uh, Washington, D.C. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's a tough thing. You know, especially like in our in our business, we kind of like when we're offered a job that's paying like, you know, decent money in a different, different city, you know, it's kind of hard to say no. Yeah, I know. I'm actually this early july i was offered a position um to go do a morning show in the cayman islands what and you said no i know it was a really hard decision what i was like ready to go like me and my boyfriend had like just broken up and like i had gotten laid off from 89x and i was like all right you know what i'm gonna go live on an island and do a show but unfortunately just the details weren't right for me and i couldn't pull it together it was just not yeah it wasn't a good deal for me right well yeah and if it's if it's not a good deal you you have yeah, to but it was very tempting but you know what to be honest with you i'm kind of over the whole moving thing yeah i just turned 30 like i'm old now <laughs> how old are you uh, which nobody can really ever nobody's ever really good at guessing my age which i, I guess is good 57 fuck you <laughs> Really? Are you serious? I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm turning your mic off. <laughs> I turned Tony's off already. <laughs> no, really. Like, give a give a give a good guess. Can I be honest yeah? with you? I hate when people do that to me. What? 
I work at I right now I work at a makeup store. I work at Sephora. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I women ask me that all the time cuz mm-hmm. like they really think that they look a lot younger than, than their age. And then you have to lie. And you know what? I just I don't like being put in that position. Okay. So <laughs> that's actually the proper answer. The I don't give a fuck. Yeah. That is the proper answer. Yeah. Because I don't care. Nope. I mean, I, you know, I. Like, nope. if someone tells me I look young, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. But, you know, to go around asking people, it feels weird, doesn't it? It does feel weird. Because I get I, I get questioned about it and I get, like, weird responses. Like, uh, I think lately it's been uh, 28 is, the, age, is, mm-hmm. is the guess, which I am very flattered uh, because it's. I'm like almost forty. Um, yeah. God, oh, that hurt to say. The big four L. Yeah, I'm thirty seven, so. You're basically forty. Fuck, I'm big. My ba- my life is basically over. Yep. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Might as well pack it in now. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> it's been real. Good night. <laughs> Show's over. <laughs> Here you go. You're taking over. Um. <laughs> No, I, 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 it does not bother me. Uh, I, the fact that I, uh, I, uh, what, the fact that I, I, I uh, look, I guess, look younger, and I probably feel sixteen. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I do not. I am not dirt, Tony. Anyway, back to what we were talking about. So you move back here. And you had this opportunity to go to the Cayman Islands, and you you said no. What was bad about this deal other than, like, leaving your family? Like, seriously, I want to know. <laughs> um, well, there was a lot of stuff that they wanted me to do that I didn't feel I was being maybe compensated for. Oh. And honestly, oh. the biggest thing for me, it's a whole different country, uh, so I'd have to like learn to drive on the other side of the road and stuff. I had to like sell my car, buy a new island car. Like it's it's a whole thing. And the cost of living, I imagine, is high because everything is, has to be important. All of the little huts that I could live in were like a thousand dollars a month, and there were some cool places. They're like furnished because you can't like bring your furniture there. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the biggest things to me was that they only wanted to give me a week in a hotel and a rental car, and I was like. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. How, like, yeah, how is that enough time to find anything? So I had to like move to a foreign country, buy a new car, sign a lease on a new apartment, uh, like all within a very short period of time. And I was like, I can't make that work. Sorry, like I have too much. No. To get to get blood plus to get my animals down there, that was a whole nother thing. They have to like be in quarantine, and then I was like, you know what? I just I can't make it work right now. Not for what you know it was, but no. Was that was that a, was that station affiliated with any with anything, or was it just like their own? Was it something separate? Or mm, they were affiliated with some other stuff. Like they they get actually some really great interviews in there and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's um it's an interesting market, but it's kind of its own thing too. Okay. Yeah. Now there is uh a local station out of uh, Highland Park here that it that it has two markets here. It has here Metro Detroit and it has uh, Caribbean Islands. I don't know how that works. Hmm. Yeah. It's uh, uh well it's television. It, I, I do believe they have a radio station too but on uh, the television it's uh, channel 33 Levy. Hmm. If I'm uh, 
And I don't understand because they don't actually have things on all the time other than playing some other radio station and, and on the screen it says, yeah, we're here in Highland Park and in the Caribbean. Hmm. Yeah, that's why, that's why I asked if it was affiliated with anything other than just and the Cayman Islands. Yeah, I know. I know. Hmm. I don't think anyone pays attention to it anyway. Anyway, let's take a, actually a, a quick um, little break, and we'll be back. Uh, coming up this uh, this Thursday, aside from this show, Anna Birch was supposed to be doing her album release at El Club, which is over in Mexico. Have you ever been to El Club? Mm-mm. No, I've you, driven by it a million yeah, times. It's actually really nice inside. But she was supposed to be doing her album release on Friday, and then Blizzard and had to postpone and she's awesome she's local so this one's actually been getting some sort of airplay which it's nice to know nice to hear that there's local bands getting local getting actual terrestrial radio airplay i know on classic rock and anything local is something that's somebody that's been established already this is uh this is anna birch with too cool to care we'll be back in just a few with julian riley
Oh, you're listening to the Motor City Juke Joint on New Radio Media. I am Ben. And I'm joined by Jillian Riley. And she's also, aside from being uh, a radio personality, she is a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's delve into that. Because, you know, what I had here, fuck that. I want to talk about conspiracies because that's, that, that's interesting. Because that is not something that you can really delve into on broadcast radio unless okay. you're on one of those, um, you know, weird channel, weird stations, you know, I, I'm a, I won't name names. Um, I was actually off on an internship at one and I was like, no. So let's talk a little bit about that. You, now, you were not a flat earther. No. Okay. But Illuminati. Definitely believe in the Illuminati. Okay. No, why? How could you not? Okay. <laughs> First of all. Okay. Um, I, that's a very broad question. Okay. It is a very broad question, but. I guess to answer a broad okay. question in broad yeah, terms, I is. feel like in um, our society, mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that happen yeah. that I can't help but believe there's someone pulling the strings. I can't help but believe okay. there's some kind of agenda as far as everything we consume. Okay, so it's like there are things that are almost too shitty to just be shitty luck or weird coincidence. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, at what point did you start, I mean, like, like what sent you down the rabbit hole, <laughs> so to speak? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know. I guess I never really thought about that. There's so many little things, mm-hmm. you know, over time that I would just start reading. I think the biggest thing was probably the music industry. Oh, and, okay, um, yeah. You know, just working in the music industry, mm-hmm. maybe paying more attention to album art, stuff like that you know I really started to notice these patterns Mm -hmm. and my I have a friend who is an artist and you know he started pointing these things out to me as well and that was probably what really got me going okay now we have somebody here at at, a new radio media that uh, really okay I'm trying to remember the name of the band, but he 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 felt that some of the, the their imagery and their their messages behind their music were kind of satanic. Well, no, more like um, leading towards uh, like Illuminati stuff. Like, okay, like he said, like uh, it, it was leading towards like uh, the MK Ultra. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so. I'm actually I'm, I'm actually gonna text him to see if I can get him to get him, get him call in. Uh, She's trying to get your attention. Oh yeah. Oh 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 oh. What what do you have? What do you have? Can you guys hear me? I okay, yes. So I can't remember the exact year. I want to say it was probably 2013 or 14. Do you guys remember when Lil Wayne and I think Big Sean released My Homie still? Yeah. Okay. In that music video, do you remember everybody's talking about the conspiracy of like the skeletons dancing in the no. movie theater? No. Right, yes. There's like seven skeletons dancing in that movie theater. And the night that music video got released, there was a huge shooting at like a Batman premiere at a movie theater. Oh, I remember that. Dead bodies. That was. Everybody was like, oh my God, the Illuminati planned this. So I'm just saying, Ben. Yeah. 
I kind of, you know, see where she's coming from with this stuff. Also, you know, I know people don't really buy CDs anymore. Mm-hmm. Go down the aisle at a Target or a Meyer and just take a look at some of the album art. That is one of the things that really started to pique my curiosity. You look at these covers, and why is it always one eye covered? Why is there so many triangles? You know, it's weird. You see a lot of eyes, the all-seeing eye, Horus, all this stuff. I think it's all connected. And then, you know, you start to notice, too, with, you know, a lot of the artists on the red carpet. Why are they covering one eye? They do that just to look at the camera sometimes. So I think that I think that there's something bigger going on, and that was the big thing that kind of piqued my curiosity. Okay. When I started okay. noticing that stuff. All right. So um, I, and I know the music industry can get a little bit weird. I don't want to say like Scientology you get in, get in with a with one end with one side and then you you'll start to to reap the benefits of it but there is some there are some artists out there that you makes you wonder how the fuck does anybody want like have any interest in them like mm-hmm. why are they on the air and whether there's like all these other talented people and it does feel like there's some like someone you know making that happen and i'm sure sure it's greed and such you know but I can see where somebody can get can start to to form conspiracies regarding that. For yeah, sure. Yeah. And hiding like I remember the Beyonce and Jay Z Illuminati stuff with the 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 what was it like a dot uh, was was that like mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. I think I think that some of it is people looking for things where 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 there isn't anything. Like like if you want to find something, you will find it. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. But you know, not everything is some secret malicious um, or government conspiracy or, you know, there's no, you know, chip planted in somebody or, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the current conspiracy theories are going, except for what I hear around the office here. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Do you ever, ever, ever listen to Hobson? No. He's like an underground rapper. Not a lot of people do. But he calls out the Illuminati in some of his songs and talks about like when like they're the weird shit hap- reason weird shit happens nobody knows why and stuff like that. So, oh, okay. I mean. okay, Tony, go ahead. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it's all connected. Yeah. It's not just one entity acting, you know, in one area. It's one entity that's acting in every area. I feel like that's the Illuminati. They're okay. in they're involved politically, they're involved in the banks, they're involved in media. And that's ultimately how they create the new world order, and we become slave robots. Yeah, sheep. 
people. Sheep. Sheeple. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, okay. Sheeple. Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> okay. So music industry is something that kind of like led you down that the, down the rabbit hole. Okay. Where did this other stuff come from? It's just just like it, it was a, did it like snowball? I don't know. I think I just started watching like different documentaries and, you know, reading different things that presented, you know, information in a different way than I was used to and yeah. it made a lot of sense to me. Right. What did um what did you send what did you send me, Kelsey? Okay, so those are lyrics in a Hobson song, and pretty much it's him saying the same stuff you do. Like, why do really good rappers and really good artists get shelved, and then all these like dumb idiots that can't have, you know, can't keep a rhythm or have any talent whatsoever, getting popular and famous and oh, and yeah, and there's Illuminati message. Okay, yeah, yeah. Can you can you throw that up on the screen so people can see? Uh, I yeah, yeah, I can. I mean, in a minute. Okay. So, I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna send it to you so you can see. Say, so on Facebook, you should get a his class. Oh, okay. Yeah, that way you can actually see like these the what they're sending okay. sending me because that would you know that would help and it'd be like we're talking about whatever and mm -hmm. yeah. Anyway, so a lot of like the the. We the, the conspiracy theories that I hear, I hear a lot of lizard people stuff, which right? I was like, what the really, you know, or a lot of like so and so whoever's in in power is the antichrist. They're like, how many people are going to be the antichrist? It's mm -hmm. like whoever whoever you don't you don't agree with, you know. Um, and I I think that there is to an extent some of this stuff is just nutty. I mean, just. To be honest, yeah, but a majority of the you know of, of stuff is there's there's a basis in truth, right? Mm -hmm. You know, um, I know that there's a lot of stuff uh, Freemasonry and uh, what's what's this um, like uh, with the is a Bilderberg group is that what this is what it's called with uh, mm -hmm. the Rothschilds? Yeah, mm -hmm. like World Bank stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, and and, and you know. Buzz, I know that you 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 watch the show and you like talk about music. No, we're actually going to deviate from that because this is this is fa this is fascinating because we're touching on music and how because there's a lot of these musicians are being attributed to being connected to the Illuminati, like Jay Z and Beyonce mm -hmm. and uh, any anybody that's making a lot of money and it's and they, they try to say like oh well, there's no way that they could be as successful as they are, unless they are somehow connected. And, uh, I, I have to, I have to say it, it, it is, it is, it is absolutely possible to be that successful. But if you suck and you have zero talent and you're that successful, something, some, somebody's behind it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think so. Okay. I mean, even if they are talented, it's like it, right place, right time kind of thing, too. Right. I mean, for instance, like right. one, one example, Katy Perry. Okay. When she first came out, there was no stopping her. 
when she finally hit mainstream and, you know, became, you know, she released that documentary or that, like, Mm -hmm. little um, biopic or whatever. Mm -hmm. Now... I don't know if you've seen her in interviews, but it's like she'll start crying. She like shaved all of her ha- hair off. She she pulled a Britney. She kind of is going a little off the deep end, and yeah. a lot of people are attributing that to Illuminati like mind control stuff. Yeah, and you know, from the outside, it might seem kind of crazy, but when you really start to look at some of her behavior and even her career, it kind of makes sense. Or even with Miley Cyrus. Well, Miley Cyrus, that's like, like, if your dad was Billy Ray Cyrus, wouldn't you be fucked up too? Yeah, for sure. What's that, that mullet I mean, alone? I'm blessed <laughs> to have a father that doesn't have a mullet, but at the same time. I, I think you should be able to see it on via Facebook. You, the, 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 oh, okay, yeah. But they're, uh, the, the actual, anybody that's actually watching this will be able to see. Those are the lyrics. Those are uh, Hobson, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's Hobson. It's called Nocturnal Rainbows, and he talks about them through a couple parts of that song. And I just think it's kind of weird that a rapper's talking about something if it never actually existed, you know? Well, it's 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 rap. It's it's art. You can talk about things that don't exist. I know that, but it's some of the stuff. It's weird. Like, okay, how did rap music go from really good to so dry? I could only fit so much on my screen. Oh, I know. But you can, yeah. Yeah, I, all right, I see. I see what you're saying. Okay. So, basically, Hobson is saying that uh, Illuminati is preventing talented artists from getting t- any type of exposure. Right? Yeah, I would agree that that's a okay. big part of the message. Okay. Which is kind of like, you look, like, we're both too young for this, but payola, when that was a radio thing, mm-hmm. where uh, record labels would pay radio stations to play. Now, which is illegal, working in radio, like that is not supposed to happen. We're not supposed to, <laughs> to, to take money to play a particular song, but it sure seems like it. Mm-hmm. Now, working at uh, a classic rock station, you play the, a lot of the same stuff over and over again. Mm-hmm. Not, that's not a diss on classic rock or WCSX, but at other radio stations, you will there, there's like have there's a heavy rotation of certain songs, certain songs that aren't that good, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Now, it's I I I, I just I want to know why. Like it's it's almost like you are forced to listen to it so much to the point where it's like you start to like it. Mm-hmm. You know you know exactly what I'm talking about. Because you've worked at stations where you did not care for the format or the music. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, you're you're at home, whatever, and then all of a sudden in, in you're singing or humming that same song that you fucking hated. Mm-hmm. There's Mind control. I, I think so. I think so. <laughs> oh, um, I don't know how much research have you, have you done with like subliminal uh, messaging? Um, I mean, I've seen some stuff. I think that it's really interesting. Okay. Yeah, you know, and that and that's the thing. It's like it's um technically well, it's it's unethical to be able to do like it say in radio. Like say I was to slip in, you know, hidden messages in a song or whatever. But it makes you wonder Is it unethical though? I don't know. 
I don't know. I mean, I don't think we really even understand how it works. Right. Now, and how effective is it? This is a very good question. Now, if somebody would like to chime in, it's 844-999-9249. That's 844-999-9249. Maybe somebody wants to uh, comment on um, uh, subliminal messaging. RD, you are watching. You you and I talked early early on when, when I first started here about a particular band that uh, you started to not quite care for because of some of their messaging. I think you should call in and talk about that. One, I can't remember the name of the band. And two, it was a very interesting uh, bit of information that might contribute to this topic. Uh, backmasking tracks is what he said. Hiding messages, you know, like... Uh, yeah, I I know. Uh, uh, hiding, uh, just 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 audible, just loud enough to be audible underneath whatever, underneath the song, you know. Like people say, oh well, subliminal messages. The, I don't I don't know if you remember the whole idea of playing a record backwards. Mm -hmm. That is as far as like hiding a hiding a message there. There's that, that doesn't make sense. That's another. That's like that's probably like the first conspiracy theory that I ever heard. Yeah. You know, but. Hiding a message in a song, relatively easy to do. Uh, like, oh, we got, I think we have RD calling. RD is uh, VP of operations. And is he, is it RD? Hey, RD. RD, you're on. Yep. Hey, so. Hey, what's up, Ben? Hey, how you doing? So. Good, dude. We ha I have, I have Jillian Riley here, and she. She's a conspiracy theorist, and especially when it comes to the music industry. Now, when I first started here, you and I, or you and I, started talking about and, mm -hmm. and about. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the band, but uh, Bass Nectar, bro. Bass Nectar. That's right. Yeah. Do you dude. know what he's talking about? You couldn't remember Bass Nectar. I couldn't. I couldn't. I blanked out. I kept wanting to call it something else. I like, dude, I used to like be into Bass Nectar, right? Yeah. But then, like, I started following. I guess I started diving down conspiracy rabbit holes and whatnot, and yeah. like, you know, MK Ultra mind control and like yeah. the overdoing of like sounds, visual images, along with the mixture of heavy drug use. And I've seen Bass Vector like, I don't know, I don't even know how many times, right? Yeah. And then this past summer, I saw him. And this was, like, after I had been diving down conspiracy rabbit holes for, like, a couple years. Yeah. And all of the imagery and everything that was, like, shot up on the screen and all of his visuals and even, like, the tones and the music, I literally thought he was opening a gateway to hell and, like, trying to kill people. Like, there's people passing out all around me. Like, it was the most uncomfortable I'd ever felt at a show wow. ever and then so like me and my buddy were like dude we got to get the fuck out of here right like let's just go and so we left and we went over to a different show and instantly it was like this immediate feeling of relief like it was like like the devil had been washed off of us there's like a bunch of people like who like all were feeling the exact same thing like we were like Holy shit! Bass director was like definitely the opening gates to hell. 
Well, there's just no getting around it. <laughs> there are certain audio tones and frequencies that can alter your 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 thought patterns. And this right. Is, this and this is like one of those weird things. Like like we're, we're going to jump down another rabbit hole here. Like during yeah, World War, during World War II, the Nazis used to do would do experiments on brainwaves due, due to with audio tones. Audio, certain audio tones can cause you to hallucinate, to go crazy. That's like that, like like you're saying. Like, what about the brown note? Is that brown real? No, the brown <laughs> note. The brown note is not the brown noise. Is brown noise is uh, the sound is that that's an audio frequency that is the same as you would hear as a, as a fetus would hear in the womb. Oh. Right. Yeah. But so, yeah, like so, like if you go to a lot of like I don't know more like dub stuff and like a lot like a lot of bass nectar shows like they're even like yeah you can tell that like those to- like you can feel those tones it's like in like movies and stuff yeah. when like you feel like the hair stand up on the back of your neck yeah i've definitely like, been to shows before where i've felt exactly what he's talking right. about right and a lot yeah. of a lot of that edm uh, the edm music those tones and frequencies will play into, especially like if you're, you know, with with ecstasy or with, you know, if you're on acid, like they right. were the, the combination of the two. And right. is it a conspiracy? Are they trying to control your your brain? I don't know. I mean, no, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's pretty interesting though. Like when you like when you really like talk to like you know really like hardcore fans of that music, and they all sort of share the same mindset and like it's almost like and not hating on like the catholic church or anything but it's like when you go to like like mass and you look around and everybody looks like a bunch of robots like you're like okay maybe like, there's some brainwashing going on here maybe it sure. like opens you up to like demonic possession maybe well yeah and then i feel like i've met a lot of people who are into that scene who are like like into satanism and like witchcraft and like mm-hmm. i guess that's like everywhere but like i feel like it's a lot more prevalent now and like out in the open than it mm-hmm. ever has been yeah it's 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 very possible I mean, but then again you know maybe you know that type of music is um you know you have this demographic is that 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 tends to like that type of music you know right. i don't know i I can only handle so much EDM. Yeah, like I was, I was into it for like I enjoy it. Just depends what it is, I guess. But like, you know, I've, I've, it's, it's had its day with me, and you know, I've moved on from it. Like I'm, I can say I'm happy that it's like a bad drug experience. It's like okay, that was fun for like a little bit, but you know, now I'm done. Mm -hmm. Like. Mm -hmm. And like I was telling you, like like I sent you that message back masking on tracks. It's like you should uh, listen to the like the Dora the Explorer um, intro. Like when they play that backwards, it's like Hail Satan, Hail Satan, no Hail way. Satan. Yeah, like if you YouTube it, it'll it'll pop up for sure. Well, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. It's pretty wild. I can YouTube, you know, a song that I've backtracked, you know. Like I don't know my my dog barking and, and and say that, but I don't know you know. This is if like your dog is, is saying "Hail clear. Satan" backwards. No, you have I'm some not, serious issues, no, bro. I, no, <laughs> I mean not "Hail Satan" like my dog barking in a backtrack. You know, just but yeah, it, but yeah, my dog started saying "Hail Satan." That shit shit just got fucking weird. Yeah, 
weird. Well, it's like it's weird. The door of the Explorer one. Like I've heard a lot of crazy ones. Like yeah. where people are like playing tracks backwards. But the door of the Explorer one is like it's pretty fucking clear, and it's hmm. not like like Stairway to Heaven backwards, where it's like okay, you could kind of interpret that. Like cause everyone's what about, heard that. What about even the stuff that's like tucked into Disney movies? Well, that's that's exactly it. It's like child's minds are like so easily molded and like they're malleable and like oh like there's just like when do, in aladdin where you know aladdin whispers good teenagers take off their clothes why the yeah. heck is that in there have you heard that yeah i don't know and it's like no it's literally there you could go listen to it right now i have i have the vhs in my house oh my god right, yeah like, disney like, disney's been notorious for that right for a long that time spot. It's weird. You you have a collection of stuff that just for conspiracy theories, don't you? Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> the VHS is at my parents' house, but I'm sure it's there somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Because I remember, I remember taking that. I was like, no way, that's not real. And then going back and listening to that, and I was like, why, why? It's weird. That is weird. It is very weird. I, you know, it's it's like stuff that I um, I don't know, like like. When there was the, the whole lawsuit with, what was it, Judas Priest was sued for something hidden? Oh, when those kids killed themselves or yeah. whatever? Yeah, I think that was, what, the late 80s, early 90s? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, like, it's like history repeats itself, though. It's like Marilyn Manson. There was, like, that Marilyn Manson witch hunt after Columbine and, like, you know, like, but you can't really i can see where people would get like the, the ideas of that though i mean if you look at like the music videos and like popular culture nowadays i mean like look at fucking jay-z and beyonce and like everybody like rihanna is like yeah. hail baphomet and like mm-hmm. get yeah. the fuck out of here with that shit <laughs> even like even beyonce where did she show up was it, like the vmas or something and she was literally dressed like baphomet I was like, is yeah. this even, like, they're not even trying to, like, play games anymore. Like, right. they're not even hiding no. it. Or that one performance that Nicki Minaj did at the VMAs where she literally was possessed by Satan in the performance and, like, levitated. And they had, like, a fake priest out there. Like, uh, well, <laughs> all right, guys. It's like, it's like they were going through this, like, like, a, like this, uh, this whole production of, like, like she was. Now, uh... That I I've, I've seen stuff like the uh, I have some friends who put on this like weird talent show. Arty, did you went to this this year, right? Yeah, like, I went year, there. Yeah, the, the hot talent buffet. The hot buffet. Yeah, did, yeah the did, hot did, talent buffet. Did, did they do the exorcism? Uh, I don't think so. I don't remember an exorcism. Right. I know. <laughs> I feel like that might stand out a little bit. Well, well the year before right. they did an exorcism. That was their. their that was the big final um, performance. It was basically. Oh well, I didn't stay till the whole. Was the it very real? End. Like, I don't know. I mean, it was. It, it's. Did it, they say it was real, or were they like, they "Hey, didn't we're going to either one"? They didn't say either way. They weren't like, "This is a performance." Well, it's all supposed to be performance, but you you know, like, did well, they I find think the a... other really crazy thing though is like. If you like, you see all the the people who are dying untimely deaths lately, like especially in the music industry. Like, can you like look and see like what they're involved in and like Chester Bennington? Yeah, exactly. Like him and uh, Chris Cornell mm-hmm. for sure. I like, think those are connected, hundred percent. Yeah, without a doubt. And I mean, you know, they were you know, both molested as children. 
And they were working on the story as exposing some of the stuff that's going on with like a child sex ring or something in the music industry. And one of the things that I thought was really weird was they released the um, photos from the room where Chris Cornell apparently committed suicide. And they were, yeah. which is horrible that they do that. But, you know, TMZ does all that crazy oh, stuff. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, you like 4chan's, like, on top of all that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, one of the things I thought was really weird, like, so the story is he took one of those exercising bands and, like, hung himself. Oh. If you oh. look at these photos, there's, like, blood. And Yeah, he was, like, he had his ass kicked, didn't he? Like, he had, like, broken ribs. Like, and... that's the thing. Even if he didn't, like, if you just hung yourself in that way, mm-hmm. I can't imagine why there'd be streaks of blood all over the floor. And that was clearly visible in these photos that TMZ posted mm-hmm. of the hotel room that he apparently did this in in Detroit. So I don't know, man. Like, some of the stuff, when they start connecting those things, I'm like, that makes a lot more sense to me. You know, and right. Chester Bennington, like, yeah, obviously he's had his struggles with, like, depression and stuff. The guy was just, he, I think he just bought a new house. He has six kids, beautiful wife. Like, come on. I am not buying it. Yeah, I'm not. No one, I don't think anyone was really buying it. Like, even, like, his family was like, no, there's just no way. Like, yeah. no, no way. And I, I mean, I guess you can see, like, both sides of the coin. Like, yeah, yeah. of course, like, someone's family's going to say that. But a lot of times, too, like, when people commit suicide, you're, like, you hear from their family, like, oh, yeah, like, he had problems. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just a matter of time. Like, that's not really an uncommon thing to hear either. So Right. And that's, yeah. you know, and suicide's such an awful, awful thing, and it affects, more like, everybody around, and that, that's why... Mercy Drew Jane likes to support uh, Suck at Suicide and Six Feet Under, or Six Feet Over. Yeah, I'm sorry, six so feet does under. New Radio Media. Oh my God. Yeah, Six Feet Over, which Suck at Suicide will be having a show here on New Radio Media, I hear. Damn straight. Right. Katie Hardy is right. she's 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 wonderful, doing good work. All right, Ben, good show tonight. Yeah. I'm enjoying it, and uh, nice talking to you, Jillian. Thank you. See you guys. See ya. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I obviously couldn't remember face actor and, and i feel like an ass okay. <laughs> whatever I, i've never been it's not, it's not I, I don't really listen to him do you no not really yeah well it doesn't matter but actually somebody here has a show is related to chester bennington mm. somebody on on, uh, on monday nights on our uh was she on community or lifestyles channel community jackie okay yeah okay hmm. and uh Jackie Kalen, big big boxing promoter, and uh, yeah, I remember when that happened. She 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 took a took a week off. Yeah. 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 Kelsey, you have a mic. Wait, are you being for real right now? What? That Jackie's related to? Yeah. Chester? Yeah. Oh my gosh. You didn't... Yeah, I had no idea about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, because that was before you started working here. Kelsey and Tony are relatively new. Yeah, that like broke my soul when that when that really? news came out. Oh, I oh. loved Lincoln Park growing up. That was that was my favorite band. That's, that's when I was because younger. you're from Downriver. Uh, I'm from <laughs> Downriver, so I'm cool. Don't be a hater. Yeah, all right, I'll give you that, and I'll and I'll knock it off with the Downriver joke. Yes. Yeah, they were they were ta- he was talented. He was talented. They were a great band. Yes. And not everybody from Downriver, you know, has a bad rep. Just most of them. 
Wine dot's nice. I love wine dot. The jewel of Downriver. Yeah. Right. We're going to be back in a little bit. Uh, here's Proto Martyr with uh, a private understanding. This is off their new, uh, new album. And stick around on the Mostly Degenerate and Radio Media Network.
Hey, listen to the you join on New Radio Media. I am Ben Rose, and I am joined by Jillian Riley, and we were talking about some conspiracy theories and all that fun stuff. But let's 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 stray away from that. Now you've worked in markets of music that you didn't care for. What what do you actually listen to? Mm, I feel like I listen to a lot of different kinds of music. Okay. What do you listen to right now? Like if what what's 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 on your current playlist? Oh my gosh, that's such a good question. It is. Isn't what it? have I been listening to? You caught me off guard. You know what? I get caught off guard every time someone asks me. It's like like what what's what band are you listening to right now? I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> you know what? I really um I really like Milky Chance since they've come out. Okay. I really like that kind of music. It's okay. a little more down to earth, not yeah. as processed. I like that. I like it. So when I am kind of just listening to different kinds of stuff, that's the kind of stuff I like to listen to. I, yeah, I get it. I, I like easy, it's almost like easy listening. Right. <laughs> but I don't really think that's the word for it. Like, you know, some I like something a little bit more like music that's organic. Yeah. Uh, versus like electronic stuff. Like I like dance joy. I like stuff like that. You okay. know. Okay. Okay, I, I, I see where you're going. Yeah. Some of the, a little bit uh, a little easier indie stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like to listen to stuff that like I can like relax and listen to. I don't want to feel like stressed out when I'm listening to music, you know. Okay. But I do appreciate a lot of different genres too. Yeah, you same know? here. Same here. I, I can listen to a lot of uh, I, I, like my musical taste just varies so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, I do listen to a lot of stripped down acoustic stuff. It's just mm-hmm. you know, like somebody in a guitar. Yeah, for know. sure. I can get. I like it. group love. Yeah. They're kind of a little different, but I feel like at the same time, kind of organic too. Yeah. You know. Okay. So that's pretty much the consistency of your playlist right now. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of all over the place a little bit, but not really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you did catch me off guard with that. That's not bad. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, good night, folks. Um, no, <laughs> kidding. All right. Uh, yeah. Um, so that I, I, I get in these like kind of like a mood where I'll want to listen to stuff like that. I'll like, uh, I'll listen to. All right. So I, I, I used to have these like bouts where I'll listen to, like Death Cab for Cutie, mm-hmm. you know, which I, I, I always loved, and you know, they're from Washington. I have a lot of family out there, and um, yeah, it was kind of, kind of like like a bonding, you know, you know, between an ex and I. We both like, oh, you like Death Cab, like you know, because she was from out there. Mm. Yeah, but uh, you know, they were always like consistently good, you know. So like stuff like that, but there is bands that keep that, you know, that um. Along the same uh, vein of that, like Decembrists, you ever listen mm-hmm. to that? Yeah, okay. Uh, which who are who are coming here sh- uh, soon? Um, or I re- I'll, I'll listen to which which. Okay, this is a band that a lot of the a lot of the bands that I've interviewed on the show, I'd say 85, 80, 80 to eighty five percent of them have all cited Wilco as as an uh, as an influence or Uncle Tupelo, which was like. Um, Jeff Tweedy, who, who's the singer for both bands, you know, but but it, it's that mellow, organic stuff mm-hmm. that, 
Yeah, it, it's it's relaxing, and I don't want to say easy listening because that makes you sound like it, that doesn't make you sound like I'm like like it's a, like, like the old. wrong. It gives bad connotations, but yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I'd rather listen to that than like you know, bass nectar who's trying to steal my soul and give it to Satan. You know, you know, you know, yeah. I want to hang on to my soul when I'm eating my oatmeal. You know what I mean? Oh my god! Like, cause, cause, cause like, listen to stuff. Not, not bass neck, but that stuff. That is like oatmeal eating music. Mm-hmm. Kind of a yeah. That is weird. I like oatmeal. Anything kind of music you can do anything. And listen to it and it works. But mm-hmm. you know, you have someone over for dinner. You can put it on. You it, you can't do that with every kind of music. Yeah, that's true. Damien Rice. You listen to Damien Rice? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cannonball. It's a yeah. good one. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, I'm trying to think of some of these uh, these others that, that just really, uh, man, there's just so there's shit. There's so many. Uh, yeah, uh, Nora Jones always uh, always been a fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw Nora Jones in the rain. I stood in the rain. Like, who does that? That sounds like a song lyric. I know. <laughs> On it, like it was, that was actually like a first date. Oh, yeah, yeah. I stood in the rain for to see Nora Jones. On it was like a first date. It's like we're like looking at each other, like no, we're not leaving. Shit. <laughs> Sounds either like really horrible or kind of romantic. Oh yeah, that lasted like four years. Oh wow, so it worked out for you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's since over, but anyway. Yeah, it, it was. But if you got someone to hang out with you for four years, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh shit, that's that's a something. Seriously. Uh, oh yeah, four years. Why are you sending me weird requests, Kelsey? Send music requests. Easy, laid back songs, and that's my happy song. It's been my happy song for the past two months, Duke, and I actually think that you'd enjoy it. Duke Dumont featuring Jax Jones. Yeah, it's like a happy song. It, it makes me feel like I'm on a beach in Hawaii when I listen to it. I'm not even kidding with you. It's just happy. Happy. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So let yeah. All right. I'll, I will. I will. I will. At li- least listen to it before you tell me no. Well, I, I'm not gonna like listen to it right now. Well, no, no, n- not right now. But before you tell me, no, just give it a chance. I give it a chance. I don't. I want to give it a chance. Please. I will. All right. Okay. All right. Like I got you. Is but that what you're talking about? Th- yeah, that's the name of the song. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll play it. In okay. Little, in a little bit. Yeah. I, I, got, I, that. I, I got you, Kelsey. I love you, Ben. Yeah. I love you too, Kelsey. Come Aww. on. Aww. Aww. Uh, hey, I, I just shut her mic off. So, um, yeah, I, I really, get, I really got into that like real mellow. There's like a local guy named uh, Robert Lewis who can write a song that will touch you so deeply. Like, there's a song. Okay, <laughs> I know, sounds... not creepy. Okay, every, everybody. I don't know if I want to listen okay. to that. Every, everybody that. I don't care who you are. <laughs> See, welcome to New Radio Media, where we say things that are creepy unintentionally. I feel violated. Yeah, me too. And I said it. Uh, I think I need an adult now. So wait, who touched you deeply? Me. I did. I did it myself. <laughs> oh, private time, Ben. Private time. So anyway, this singer songwriter Robert Lewis, 
he wrote this song called Hey Marlena. And I don't care who you are. Everybody's had, like, one that's gotten away that you, like, you still, like. Is like, this the four-year person? Sure. All right. Aww. But anyway. But anyway, Hey Marlena. Any, every single person can relate to it. Okay? No, I'm, no it, it, that's not. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, I deny all. I deny all things. <laughs> so he wrote this song, "Hey Marlena," and the first time I heard it, it's like, damn, like that's pain. Somebody felt. Somebody like went through that, and I asked him. I said, "Is this something? Did you write this from personal experience?" He's like, "No, this is like something." He's like, "I just put myself in this mindset of somebody that lost someone." You know, the relationship didn't work out. And it was just like, that's the one person he's going to hold on to forever. Just like, I lost that person. And I've played it for other people, and everybody's like, wow. I like, like, very, like, like, there are songs that touch us, and that song touched you. And like, captured that moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure you've had that feeling that there's somebody out that, that, that kind of. You know, not... I'm pretty sure all my ex-boyfriends are still in love with me. <laughs> okay, so they're all listening to that song about you. You know, okay. <laughs> hey, I have a few a few ex-girlfriends that I know that are in love with me. Oh yeah, oh, I wasn't saying that you didn't. You're I'm... cool too, Ben. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Thank you. <laughs> off, off air story. <laughs> off air story. Uh. So he writes these songs that, I mean, he's like writing songs daily mm-hmm. in his van. And I think he's probably one of the most under, underrated um, singer-songwriters, and he's local. I'll he, definitely he, check that out. Yeah, that check sounds out. really cool. Yeah. I like crying alone in my room. Oh, that, <laughs> see, that, that's the thing. This is like He writes songs that will make you, make you cry. And he's been on this show so many times. I think... Out of any musical guest I've had, he's been on the show more more than anyone. Mm-hmm. And every time he gets anything, he'll he'll just throw out new songs that he just wrote, just like just wrote. It's like, damn, I've been there. Mm-hmm. Ah, I want to hear it again. It's like like making like you don't want to relive certain feelings, but no, I am one of those people. I like making myself okay. depressed. I literally do it on purpose. Really, I watch murder shows all the time. Like I'm not watching that because I think it's funny. I'm watching it because I like to freak myself out. I okay. like to make myself depressed. It's weird. So, have you listened to the the podcast, My Favorite Murder? Yes. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I I had a feeling you were a murderino. Yeah. Okay. I am a murderino into it. In fact, I don't know if it's on that podcast, but there's at least another one where they do like the whole, um, you know how they do like the monthly delivery boxes? Yes. Well, they have one for people that are, you know, into serial killers. And what they do is they. commercial for this. Yeah, they deliver a package to your house every month. And inside of it are clues to the murder. And then over like, I think a year or whatever, however long your subscription is. Yeah. You like put together the clues and you figure out who did the murder. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, I saw a commercial for that and I'm like, man, that's a good way to make some money. I'm gonna come up with something like that. <laughs> it's just, it's really. I mean, it's like it's it's like because people are into that. They want to solve a puzzle. They want to solve something, and that is a crime. Mm-hmm. You know, well, it's a crime that they're getting away with that. But um, 
it's these monthly subscription boxes actually coming up with something that somebody can actually do from month to month to month yeah is actually a really good idea and for people that are into true crime i can get behind it Mm -hmm. so uh have you actually uh caved in and signed up no, I spend my money on other pointless stuff, but yeah, you know, it does it does pique my curiosity. It seems interesting. I would try it if I got a free trial. Right. <laughs> well, you know, we don't have any true crime shows on this channel or this or any of our channels. Yeah. Or um yeah, or conspiracy theory. Damn. It's called a backdoor pilot transition one show to another spinoff anyway um yeah you know i i listened to my favorite murder then there's uh there's the one about the uh, um it's the 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 one where they drink mm-hmm. have you heard you know what i'm talking about i don't think so i don't know if i listened to that one it, it's, it's a true crime sh- show and like over the course of the episode they progressively get more and more intoxicated uh-huh. as they talk about the tr- about, about the crime Interesting. Yeah, and it's um, it's something in wine. Anyway, it's absolutely hilarious because you can totally tell when somebody's had a little bit too much and they need to stop. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Yeah. So what uh, what other podcasts you listen to other than uh, <laughs> my favorite murder, which I absolutely love. Um, I really haven't been listening to a lot lately. Yeah. There was another one. I was oh, I loved the Richard Simmons one. What? Yeah, have you heard that one? No. Oh my, are you serious? I am serious. Richard Simmons has a podcast? No, some dude made it about Richard Simmons, and it's a really good podcast. And it what? all it goes into all the theories about, because, you know, no one's publicly seen Richard Simmons since, like, 2013. Well, yeah, so he's, there's kinda, a couple he's very different, reclusive, yeah. Well, he, yeah, but it went from, like, literally he's on every show, and he's making every television television appearance to... All of a sudden, no one's seen him. He for the past like forty years, he's been holding these aerobics classes, yeah. and he just like stopped showing up one day. So this one guy who actually went to his classes and was a personal friend mm-hmm. of him, of his, mm-hmm. decided to do his own little investigation. So every episode kind of takes you through all the different theories. So one yeah. of the theories is that his maid is holding him hostage. And she's into, like, you know, satanic, like, witchcraft yeah. and stuff like that, which there's a lot of evidence that really does point towards that, as crazy as it sounds. There's another one that he has a lover. That There's another one that he that's holding him hostage. There's another one that he has transitioned into a female, and he's done this secretly over time, and he's not ready to be revealed yet. So... It's um, it's pretty crazy, but it's a really good one. I think it's called Missing. I can't remember. Yeah, <laughs> if you Google Richard Simmons, what is up with Richard Simmons? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and I know that he would missing Richard Simmons. Okay, like it go. was to the point where you know, uh, in Hollywood, when they take the tour buses around and they show you the celebrity houses and stuff like that. He was the one person that they those buses would always go by because he would always run outside when he saw the buses there. Yeah. And he would shake everyone's hand. He would take pictures of everyone. I mean, we're talking about a guy that loved the spotlight. And oh, yeah. he loved people. And he would get out there. And it went from that to no one's seen him. Well, Not even his family. Well, here's the thing. He actually did. He, he was on CNN. And he, he was hospitalized. And this was, uh, he did it, uh, an interview with CNN in la- April of last year. 
just and he's crying, mm-hmm. obviously. And uh, is this a this isn't it on camera, right? I'm pretty sure it was via telephone. Yeah. Uh, Because no one has physically seen him. Right. Right. And that interview, if I'm remembering correctly, was really weird. Yeah. And I don't know. Right. There's There's no telling, like, what's really going on with him, even after that interview. Right. So... It I think the anything. reason that that interview was done is because of the popularity of the podcast. So whether it was someone who's holding him hostage or on his own accord, yeah, they were like, "All right, we need to release something to make this seem, you know." Well, TMZ needs to get on this. Well, oh, they've been on it, but they haven't been getting anything good. Yeah. <laughs> Do you watch it regularly, TMZ? Mm, not really. No. Not anymore. I used to every day. No, it's it's. To me, it's kind of a ridiculous show, right? Like, Harvey's... Anyway. <laughs> it's, it's like, they do hound people, mm-hmm. you know, which I, I, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of. But I do... One thing I do like about the show is instead of just, like, just hounding them, when they do come across a celebrity, they do ask them really off-the-wall dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Which is like, when you catch somebody off guard like that with a dumb question... And they laugh or whatever, and, and like you, you can get them to actually respond, mm-hmm. which is something that I thoroughly enjoy of catching people off guard during an interview, uh, which I haven't done. Have I? I've been all right. Yeah, I haven't asked you anything off the wall, just horrible, have I? No, but that's good. Feel free. Oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> but you know, I like the fact that they that that they'll they'll they'll, they'll ask celebrity something completely stupid and versus just like really invading the privacy but on the same you know it's they are doing it they you know they are buying up uh they are the people that are buying up so many sex tape you know or mm-hmm. you know it's i don't know i'm not a, i've never been like a huge fan of like of paparazzi but I do see, I do, I, I do see how people can get like addicted to what celebrities are doing. Mm-hmm. You, you get into like what what's going on with celebrities. Oh yeah, I mean not everyone, but like I definitely am obsessed with Kylie Jenner. Like, <laughs> really? Yeah. Why? Why Kylie Jenner? I don't know. I just feel like she's really hot, and like I want to look like her, and I want her life. Okay, so I I feel like that that's. That's like the reason a lot of people, because because you know it's 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 like you could like, I can see the, the dudes following her, They're like hey you yeah, know? but women that do, it's it's because I want to be her. It's not because I want to bang her. Right, right. I get it. I don't want to be her. It's just not my thing. But you want to bang her. <laughs> I didn't say no. <laughs> I mean, anyway, uh, <laughs> why not? Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Instagram. Uh, I can hear you laughing through the glass. So yeah, I, that, that's why a lot of people follow. Like, like a lot, a lot of women will follow these, these like these female celebrities solely based on well, one they hate them or two they want to be like them mm-hmm. i don't understand following somebody because you hate them though 
That I don't care. No, I don't follow anyone I hate. Right. But, uh, is it just Kylie Jenner? Is it just, or are you following some other people? Mm, I mean, I follow her, and, like, as far as, as, like, celebrities, she's the only one that I'm like, yeah, I want to know everything she's doing. I want to know every post. Um, but I follow, like, a lot of, you know, cooking and chef blogs and stuff like that on Instagram. Really? Yeah. I've been getting a lot of follows from catering companies and, sh- and, and, and chefs for some reason. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I was like, why? I don't hmm. understand why. But, yeah, I I, I don't know. Being in radio, and, I, you, and I'm assuming you've made posts uh, on Instagram and Twitter that are related to whatever you're doing in radio, right? Mm, sometimes. Yeah. And you use the, the hashtags. Uh, I, when I started using hashtags like Detroit and radio is when the catering companies started uh, following me. I, I think half of my followers are catering companies, hmm. which I think is weird. I don't need a catering company for anything. Hmm. But if I did, I have a nice selection. Uh, but I, I've noticed that since... I've I've had social media as as someone that's been that it's on the radio that even though they say radio and you're in public eye, have you had any like weirdness from like a follower? You have. You totally have. Uh yeah. Yeah. For sure. There's one particular okay man who yeah. goes by the name Trample Pet. Trample Pet. He is awesome. He is yeah. very he's a very loyal listener. Uh-huh. He bought me a really nice pair of Doc Martens. Oh right. Not too long ago. And the stipulation was that he had to come in the studio and I had to walk on him wearing them. He refers to himself as the human sidewalk and his fetish is getting walked on. Particularly by me, I guess. So. I, I see. I see this video of this. Yeah, I've done it twice. The first time was at eighty nine X in the it, studio there. The second time was the other the podcast I was doing. Yeah. And um, yeah, I have a really nice pair of shoes out of it, and mm. he is a very nice person. That's not necessarily you know what I'm into personally. Yeah. I don't like to walk on people or get walked on. No, literally or metaphor or like or figuratively, I'm not into that. But yeah, I wow, I'm watching this video. I'm is not, it the one of me walking on him? Yeah, there's a couple. Well, this is the one at ADNX. Yeah. Oh wow, what is he wearing? He's in the full yeah. leather getup. I was yeah. like, I see that, and I was like, uh, if he were a little he's... chubbier, he'd be James from from uh, from the uh, the riff. <laughs> yeah, he's got the whole thong thing going on. Yeah, what the hell? Mm-hmm. And he bought you shoes just to do this? Mm-hmm. Oh, why the fuck not? Exactly, that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, am I going to tell my parents about it? No, but it's something he wanted. It felt a little like prostitution. <laughs> But <laughs> doesn't everything... I really like the shoes. I'll be honest. Is... I wear them on a pretty regular basis. <laughs> Isn't that everything in this business feel kind of like prostitution? <laughs> Not <Ooh>. everything. <laughs> this oh. though, yes. <laughs> oh. Well, sh- shit. I think you got it better off than me. Then if, you, if, you, if, you, if it doesn't all all feel like prostitution, I'm kidding. That's all right. Um. Damn. I I don't. 
I, I, I don't want to watch, but I want to watch. Mm-hmm. You don't step on his, like, stuff, do you? No, he wanted me to. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Honestly, the biggest thing for me in the first video, I'm wearing, like, six-inch stilettos. Yeah. So it's a difficult thing to walk on a surface that's not hard and stay balanced. Yeah. Well, I would assume. Not from per- I don't know from personal experience, but I, 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 I can imagine just... So it's a physical feat in and of itself. Well, there you go. You know, that goes on the resume that you can walk on somebody. There you go. I don't know why. I don't know why no one's hired me yet. (laughs) Damn. Shit, I'm in the wrong business. I gotta get into the walking on people Mm -hmm. business. You should call him. I don't know if he likes guys doing it, but... I I don't know, man. If you could use a new pair of shoes, I can refer to you to a guy. (laughs) you know, for the right price, I'm. Oh my God! How the f- I'm watching like you standing on him. It almost looks like you're standing on him sideways. Yeah, because I had to prop myself up with the wall in order to balance. So. Oh my God. Yeah, that's awful. Good for you. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> so when you need new shoes, do you give him a call and I'll walk on you? No. You know, like I said, felt kind of weird. Felt yeah. a little like prostitution, but um, you know, it was really nice. I'm I'm happy with the shoes. He's offered, you know, he sent me a couple links of other shoes that he'd be willing to buy. Uh, but I think I'm I think I'm done with that part of my career. Yeah. One and done. Two and done actually. <laughs> yeah. Twice. Because because like once once you get into that that's like an like like that that's like a website you know you i know? will say after that whole thing happened i started getting very interesting uh dms on instagram yeah and it just was a path i didn't feel that i needed to walk down no no that's like a website that that you have to maintain you charge people a monthly subscription for yeah. that's that path and uh and my parents paid for me to get an education not to have a fetish <laughs> website. Uh, <laughs> well, that's about it. Uh, thank you for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me. You're welcome. I would love to have you back. I'd like to thank everybody here, Tony, Drew, Kelsey, for all their... I just want to pinch your cheeks, Tony. There you go. You pinch them for me. Thank you for all the work that they do here on the Morning Stage Joint. Thank you for Jillian for coming in. I think you know I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go take this show out with that with that uh, kind of depressing song. <laughs> oh, it's so good! It's so fucking good. But the cool thing is, it was recorded right here on this show, mm-hmm. so that's a thing. There we go. That's a thing that happened. So we'll be back on well. Thursday with Thousand Yard Stare right here on Morrissey Juke Joint on your radio media. Hey, Marlena. Well, how you doing, girl? Hey, Marlena. I thought by now you'd own the world. But do you ever dream of me? Like 
about you. Hey, Marlena. Hey, Marlena. When I'm feeling blue. Wasn't I good enough for you? Hey, Marlena. Didn't we have a time or two? Yes, we did. But then I heard you moved to Hollywood, but I never heard your name. Hey, Marlena. Hey, Marlena, you never claimed your fame. And I keep slipping back in time. When I thought we'd last forever. But I keep tripping over lines that rhymes with never. Hey, Marlena. Hey, Marlena. I still love you. But you don't love me. Keep slipping back in time when I thought we'd last forever. But I keep tripping over lines that rhyme with never. Hey, Marlena. Hey, Marlena. Marlena. Hey, Marlena. Oh, I still love you. Well, I still love you. Yes, I do.